Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're really just assessing, is it me? Yes. That's the that's what I really want you to understand right now. Is it me? Is it me or is it them? Correct. Yes. You know, am I contributing? Am I complaining? Am I just nitpicking? Am I never happy? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's you. Yeah. You know, the, a lot of times when we're when we're saying that that this person's showing up this way, you're you're simply projecting mm-hmm. onto the other person. So before you start changing anything, just dis, just decide to be mindful and say, "Is it me?" And so that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business, learn something, laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we answer the question, how to deal with an incompetent manager. This show is a response to a message from a listener who is having a difficult time with a manager. I will read the portion of the email and then... Let us see what we can do. Yeah. But first, the intro. Tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? It's, uh, it's important to note that just because you have a difficult time with a manager does not make him a bad manager. No, absolutely. What happens to this person or anyone your feelings matter, Absolutely. your experiences matter. And so that's why we're going to talk about the struggles. I'm not yeah. going to talk about, I'm not going to say her name, I'm not going to read the, any portion of the email that kind of. That will put anything on blast. Correct. Yes. And so let's get right into it. And so the email goes We have a new manager who's completely incompetent. What I mean by this is that every person he has hired has quit within weeks. He's the type of manager to avoid all conflict, yet walk across the restaurant to tell you to do something while you're busy. That he could easily have done in the time it took him to walk across the restaurant. How does one deal with an incompetent manager? I feel like I'm fighting every day, talking staff out of quitting. The money is good. The hours are good. We split tips on a point system. So every time there is a new hire, never trained properly, it is a drain of all our tips. And that's the part of the of the email that I can that we know, can talk about that we could talk about. Okay. And that and and we'll reference it as we go through. Yeah. And you mentioned we all have dealt with difficult managers. Absolutely. And it's managers have a different mandate basically Mm -hmm. you think that we're all in the same boat and 
technically we are. Yeah, we, I mean, the, uh, the, the end result is for all to be in the same boat. Technically, y- yes, definitely. yes. But they have they have different constraints. Yeah. Different concerns. They have different views. They have different views. Their lens is different from ours. Correct. Yeah. And so we're not here to put managers uh, in in a box and say you know oh they don't do this and they don't do that. But my advice is my advice. This is how I feel. And so sometimes you can affect change. Yeah. And sometimes you, you can. can't. Yeah. That's that's the length and breadth of it. And so, and half the time, those for all you out there, those people that you have to deal with, those incompetent managers, mm-hmm. they're going to fire themselves. <laughs> so you can just hold on, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you like your job, like this, like the, um, like the listener said. Yes, just yes, get through it because eventually their incompetence is going to show. And, True, and the higher ups will see it, and you you should be okay. Either they're gonna have to change their ways, they're gonna have to get along, mm-hmm. or if they get, or they're gonna get gone. What if uh, they're part owner? Ooh, then you gotta go find a new job. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was preparing the show, I a lot of my advice has a lot to do with life, not just with work, yeah. because in in a sense, work is people. life. Yeah. We deal with work a lot more than we deal with our personal life. Yes, because you're there more. You're there more. And so, firstly, it always starts with you. Mm -hmm. By that I mean take inventory of your mindset. Your opinion of others often dictates how they show up for you. Mm -hmm. It's, It's almost like the chicken and the egg, right? Which come first? Do you have a bad attitude towards some? Not a bad attitude, but do you have an opinion of someone? And then consequently, you just filter out all those instances where, oh, they show up that way for you. And then they show up that way for you. And then you, re- you react to that. Mm-hmm. So th- by that, when I say it always starts with you, if you think something is dumb or annoying, if it, it just takes a shift in your mindset. Yes. Right? So be open and honest with yourself as to how... You are perceiving them. Yeah. And look through their lens. Try to try look through their lens as well. I, I agree with that. And and that occurs in, in my advice in a, in a little bit. And so you want to start the cycle off it, the right way, mm-hmm. meaning you you see the, the more most positive things about them because they're manager for a reason. So they have some some abilities. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we also need to be uh, honest isn't the, the, the best word for it, but objective. True. Okay. So now you mentioned in, in the uh, email that you notice hires, every person that they've hired, has it's, quit. It's, it tends to be a new manager, right? Mm-hmm. Every person that's hired has quit. Now... Are they are they quitting directly because, because of, him? of him of him or her? Yeah, right. That's that's that's, that's where we're trying to find. That's what you need to. That's, that's what, what you really need to assess. Yes, is they, are they the person or are or the, things or, or, just running a, a certain way and they're is quitting? Is it chaotic or is it you know is 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 the situation not what they signed up for or was not what they were sold? Correct. Yes. Correct. And so. Also, when you're when it starts with you and your mindset, it should 
it, it, it's better to accentuate the positive when you're dealing with or thinking about the other person. Mm-hmm. If there's something that they do well, pay them a compliment. You know, focus on the things that occur well in their in their work, in their job, and things like that. Like everyone likes a genuine compliment. Everyone likes recognition. So show respect and support wherever you can. Mm-hmm. And that's important because as you start to do this, you start to align yourself with this person that has, you know, shows up for you as difficult. Yes. And with understanding, it starts to ease and starts to... Because if all you do is bump heads, then they look at you in the same light that you look at them. Correct. Correct. Because your perception is, is almost everything. Yeah. You know, so framing... Adjust your framing. That's mm-hmm. the that's the bulk of it. Adjust your framing. You always, uh, you know, it, you could say, hey, you're always good with the customers with this. Like, it has to be genuine. It has yeah. to be noticed by you that you can be poignant. Mm-hmm. And that really goes well with. You do this well. Mm-hmm. You start you start with a positive before you bring out a negative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, you're really just assessing: is it me? Yes, that's the that's what I really want you to understand right now. Is it me? Is it me or them? Correct. Yes. You know, am I contributing? Am I complaining? Am I just nitpicking? Am I never happy? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's you. Yeah. You know, the, a lot of times when we're pro, when we're saying that that this person's showing up this way, you're you're simply projecting mm-hmm. onto the other person. So before you start changing anything, just dis, just decide to be mindful and say, "Is it me?" And so that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. Adjust your framing. Be positive. Uh, project. You know, notice the the things that they do well. Pay the, pay them a compliment as far as because that's why the, people want to show up that way. Mm-hmm. If you frame them as a person who's always punctual, they're gonna they're gonna want to be punctual because that's how you frame, frame them. them. Yeah, you know that's a <clears throat> that's one of those life things. If yeah, you, but your framing also works against you. If this person, if you don't expect anything from them, and they're mm-hmm. oh, oh you're always late, they're gonna be like oh I'm always late. You know, yeah. people respond to that. You ever notice that you show up differently for different people? Always. Why? That's just that that's the balance in life. It's but you're you're still you. Yeah. So <laughs> that that because people have different expectations, expectations of you. Absolutely. And we tend to rise and fall to those expectations. Mm-hmm. That's my simple simple point. And so as we go through this show, if you enjoy Even our like con- with kids when you're growing up, you the, the attitude you portray towards your parents Mm-hmm. And then the attitude towards your friends are two totally different attitudes. Yes. You know, so, I mean, that you look at that in the same light as well. Yes. With work, yeah. with uh, with certain co-workers, with certain, you know, mm-hmm. with your with your spouse. And, you know, you, your spouse shows up at work and they see people respond to you differently. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and thus far, if you do enjoy our show, if you enjoy our content... Please give it a like. Consider subscribing. You could always pass it on to a friend and yes, tell them that you listened to this uh, podcast and it was pretty cool. And so the next advice I have for you is to be proactive. You want to be the change you want to see. You want to be the solution, not the problem. Correct. And in, inevitably, if, you, if you're the type of person that does not offer solution, you end up being the problem. Mm-hmm. Because nothing really gets fixed just because you bitched about it or you 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 
pointed it out. And these are real things. People are, you know, get uh, quitting. It affects your coworkers and things like that. So now, now that you take an inventory of yourself, then now you could be proactive. Mm-hmm. Now you're you're going to be a doer. Yeah. And so. And we're not telling you to do their job. No. We're, we're telling you. Do to your job. Do your job. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You can't do their job. They, yeah. I mean, that's that's overstepping. Absolutely. I, I, at some point, we 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 definitely have to recognize that they are in a supervisory or an mm-hmm. authoritative position. Uh, role position, yeah. and you you need to respect that. So that also comes with some tippy toeing when it comes to offering any solutions advice mm-hmm. or even reflection but you kind of have to earn that yeah it's not that you just work there and you be like oh you know you could have done that and whatever the case may be so the change requires effort change in the whole restaurant requires effort and i don't want you to burn out no i don't want you to do everybody else's no, job no no definitely not <laughs> do like yes play your position yes and play it right and play it right first was the mental now it's the physical and know that it's going to require some mental and physical mm-hmm. effort. And so if things need to be moved, move it. If things need to be done, do it. You know, just don't wait for anybody else. You want to be that change that you want to see. Take yeah. inventory of what needs to be done. Let's let's do it. And that, other, trust me, other people will notice. Other people will take note and, and follow suit. But... It's a lead by example and not, oh, follow me, do this. And this and plays that. just with, even with, on the other end, with you guys that are managers that are watching the show. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you don't know, if you have a weird feeling about your staff or something like that, listen to what he's saying right there. Lead by example, because that's yeah. what you are. You're, you're the leader. You, you are the leader. And so as we go through and let's address the, the issue of employees leaving. Mm-hmm. That could be any number of things. Absolutely. And so as you try to, as you drill down into why they, they're leaving, uh, pull back and, and understand that correlation does not equal causation. Mm-hmm. Meaning, managers knew, um, people are quitting. It doesn't mean that they're quitting because of the manager. So it's a correlated thing, but it doesn't mean that they're the cause. Yeah. That, that, so, At least you hope not. And it could be. And if it if, is... If it's the direct you, cause, then you already know. Then you already know. Yeah. The, the overall point is make sure. Make sure. Make sure yeah. that you could draw those links. Check, then double check. Yeah. Are they going to say... Are they leaving going, I'm quitting because of this mm-hmm. manager? So then you can really start to be open and honest when you with your feedback. Yeah. But, like, like, like with a carpenter. You measure twice and you cut once. Okay? True. That's the same idea that we're talking about right here. Before you just... Cut something. <laughs> oh, cut somebody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Double check and make sure that the measurement's perfect for us. Yes, that's it. Because after all, this is your livelihood. Yes. You know, so that's what I mean by because when you when you have ground to stand on, mm-hmm. it's not a, a a thing where oh I'm I'm right and then I could just you know fire off attitude wherever I could go, but you really are standing in a place of because you can be right. But your attitude can make make it make you be wrong. Correct. You know, and and that happens a lot with with, with normal stuff. You know, people can have the hundred percent the truth be on their side, but at the same time, how they portrayed it was wrong. 
it happens to me all the time. <laughs> and so the thing that I've learned is a little patience to, to take inventory because sometimes I'm like, I'm very quick to react. Yeah. And so only before I react, let me just, and I'm not even looking for anything. Let me just take some time. Yeah. And as you take some time, like you said, things start to figure themselves mm-hmm. out. Could be that you just need, or the whole place needs to get that, it kind of sucks, but it needs to have that tragic that downward slope before, before it goes up. Yes, because sometimes people don't notice when yeah. things are being held, held on to. Mm-hmm. You know, is it bad enough for change? Exactly. You know, and it may not be. You may still, the place may still be making money. You may still be getting, you know, still mixed reviews, but mostly, you know. Positive. Positive and yeah. things like that. And people don't really want to make that change. They yeah. think everything is okay. But let the money be fucked up. Or all, all bad reviews. Yeah. Oh, Meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> Things are going to change. Yep. But you don't want it to get to that. Exactly. So this is pretty much the way to do it. You you have to be the change. Mm-hmm. So once you have taken uh, inventory of your thought, your actions, your attitude, and you have then now you have the humility to understand someone else. Yeah. Find out what the manager needs. It's it's a conversation, not like, hey, can I talk to you? But as you talk to them, hey, what do you need? And then they start to reveal what their old shortcomings are mm-hmm. or the things that, uh, what their expectations are. Yeah. Because without knowing their side of it or their expectations, you're always going to be on opposites. But then once you find out, hey, what it is that you need or what are your expectations here and things like that. And see where their logic is. See where their logic is. Yeah. Because also, you never know what they are going through mm-hmm. from their boss. Point of view, absolutely. You know, their boss may be mandating them to do things that end up not setting themselves up for yeah. success. And so as you do that, a good way to find out what expectations are is to seek feedback. Mm-hmm. Hey, how am I doing in this uh, situation? Or what is it that you're, oh, what do you, exp- what, what, do you, what do you want from us as a staff in this situation? Yeah. You know, take opportunities because it sounds like things, oh, um, the next time someone gets fired, find out what the expectations are. Not fired, sorry, quit. Yeah. Find out what the expectations are. Why are they, you know, yeah, exactly. What, 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 what happened? Yeah. Why, why is this happening? Ask them to write a letter as to why they're quitting. Yeah. That goes a long way of the person that's quitting than the person that's there. It sounds counterintuitive, but once a manager understands, obviously the person quitting don't have anything to lose. Yeah. And so hopefully they have that thing where you could have some reflection. Reflection and see exactly what's going on. Yeah. Or what's going wrong. Yeah. Because then, if then the manager might be so obtuse and just say, "Oh, it's always out somebody else, somebody else," and like you said, they'll just end up firing themselves. Exactly. <laughs> and so, seek uh, seek feedback, and then you'll start to understand what their expectations mm-hmm. are, and then you start to see the job through their eyes. Boom. Now, after doing all of that, you're going to end up finding some common ground. Yeah. And so once you're on common ground, you you can affect change much better than sitting on opposite sides. You're on the same sides trying to deal with the needs of the business. Mm-hmm. And so if a person's not going to change in that situation, 
like they they, they don't deserve to be there anyway. Yeah, they don't deserve to be there. Good good point. Mm-hmm. And so, do you do you remember a time that you dealt with an incompetent manager? Not like a personality thing, because she used the word incompetent <laughs> several times. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, I mean, it's been years, but mm-hmm. definitely remember a few incompetent managers that, you know, and it wasn't that they weren't, they might have had experience, mm-hmm. but they, they lacked either the people aspect of it okay, or they, they lacked an aspect that is almost necessary to be management, if that makes sense. Okay. As and I, I didn't have a problem, you know, I don't, I usually don't have a problem with people anyways, but okay. I didn't have a, I didn't have, I don't, let's say I didn't have, even if I didn't have a problem, I could still see their shortcomings while being, like I said, on that side of the, on their side, like understanding both sides of the coin mm-hmm. and understanding that they just didn't have it. Yeah. <clears throat> and the interesting thing, when you're talking, I've dealt with difficult managers. Yeah, of course. I mean, and so that's just an opposition of, of personalities. Mm-hmm. Dealing with an incompetent manager is is in a lot of ways easier, in my opinion. Yes. You know, when you deal with a difficult manager, people ain't changing their personalities. You can almost train an incompetent manager. Thank you. You can they, you, you can learn them on the ways of the force. Yes, because a lot of times they mean well. Yeah. They want to learn, and they kind of know they don't know what they're doing. Doing, yes. They're you faking know? it till they make it. They're faking it till they make it, and they may not always know like how to find that balance between I'm an authority, but still needing to know what, yeah. especially if they, the difficulty is if they're not humble about it. Mm-hmm. If they have no humility. That's where the issue lies. That's where the issue to, lies. And, and if you can find a humbleness in them, then you can, then you can reach them. Boom. Super easy. Yeah. And so... As I remember my experiences with with um, with an incompetent manager, like you said, it's really hard to find an incompetent manager. Yeah. But there's certain things that that are in a management style that could be labeled as incompetent, mm-hmm. but really is a legitimate management style. Mm-hmm. For instance, in the letter she mentioned. Um, coming across the room to do something that they could have easily done. They don't have, have to, to do, do any that. of that. Yeah. yeah. They delegation that's is his, that's part of their job. Their management. They yes. they're they're there to delegate to see if you're gonna do it. To see who's gonna step up. To see, just like we were just talking about earlier, mm-hmm. are you gonna be that one to step up? There maybe maybe they're in their mind seeing if you're the lazy one or if you're not the lazy one. If you can handle the multiple steps that it takes to be a server or a bartender and while still keeping this restaurant cleaner, while still managing your section, all the and all the above. Yeah, and so here's here's the issue. As I, I only have this these words, right? Yeah. So, the operative word there was while we're busy that yes. they're doing this. So, here's two things. Here's two schools of thought. I've had a manager do that to me, and that was his style. Yeah. He, in his mind, as things are busy, you should still be, be able, able to, to your, do these things. I, I, we might be talking about the same manager. He's one of my favorite managers. Mm-hmm. From, he was very organized. And he would come to you, pull you aside, be like, what's your side work? <laughs> and, he, and you would tell him, you're like, well, go do it. <laughs> yeah. So different manager. But I know who you're talking yes. about. And so if this is, is very encouraging because... 
as you have a conversation with this manager and you say, hey, I know this needed to be done. And I'm assuming it could be as simple as picking something up. Yeah. Right. Off the floor or whatever. He walks by it or he walks by a task that could be done to tell you to do it. And you're busy. So the way that I would handle that is to say, hey, I can I could do that. No problem. What is more important? What would you like me? What would you like to establish as the order of importance? Yes. Right. So once you once you establish the order of importance, your directive has changed. Mm -hmm. So generally in the restaurant business, the order of importance is the guest, the guest. Yes. The guests go first. Needs of the guests are come first and then everything else goes secondly. Yes. There's also going to be some some exceptions safety, um, and things like that, yeah. right? Cleanliness, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Like cleanliness is, is a part of it, but then there's a ton of other people that could pick that up could, a piece of paper. Absolutely. You know, if you walked by it and he's demonstrating to you that you walked by it and you shouldn't have. Yeah, and if you walked by it. That's if, legit. If, you, if your hands aren't full and you walk by and you just didn't pick it up, then that's yeah. just being lazy. But let's say you have a full tray in your hand and you walk by it. There's nothing you can do at that point. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't label it as lazy as much as uh, dismissive of something that needs to be, be done. done. Yes. You know, because lazy is you're not working at all, mm -hmm. you know. And you're basically what the manager's job is to reprioritize what your order of importance is. So if he wants to ratchet up that item, we're calling it a piece of paper on the floor, as higher on the importance, no problem. It's their sandbox. Mm -hmm. they, they, they decide what toys go in it. So then if that's it, you go, all right, so it'll be two minutes later for this table to get whatever, whatever they, they want. Yeah. And I'll take care of that because at this restaurant, this is the order of, um, yeah. of importance. And so then after you know that, you don't have a problem with them. Mm -hmm. Because the expectations are set, the expectations are understood, and your expectations, if they're not being met in that situation, then it's not an incompetence thing, it's a difference of opinion yeah, thing. Yes. And that's a whole other set of, of uh, advice. Yes. Right? So, w demonstrate the impact of their actions. Okay? So, then, if you talk about the instance where he walked across the room and said, hey, now I'm no longer able to be at my table or do this or do that. And this is the result. Yes. You're talking about simply what is and what has happened. Not emotionally upset. Oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. Don't complain. Just explain. Mm -hmm. Th that's a simple. Well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so then, because when you complain, people get defensive. They get defensive Off of their the work. Yeah. They get defensive of their methods and things like that. And, and in a sense, by now you would have understood their methods mm -hmm. if you've done any of the things that we, we talked about right. before. Absolutely. Right? So once you understand their methods and you say, oh, cleanliness is higher or, yeah. or man, oh, okay. And different uh, managers give, look for different things. Yes, I was just about to say that. So that's what it really breaks down. Like, you're going to know on certain shifts you have to deal with this style of management, where on other shifts you don't. Yes. This is where, this is where their priorities lie, so this is how I'm going to handle it on their shift. Yes. You know, it, that's exactly, that's just dealing with people, though, as a whole. Man, and that's it. And they tell you, a lot of times, they will tell you what they need. Yeah. If they don't, then, wow, that's rough. Yeah. 
If they're erratic, that's rough too. Yeah. But for instance, I worked at a place where every shift, the minute we got in, who's managing? And then once you know who's managing, you know, you know, you know expectations. Off you the know, rim. you know expectations. You're like, okay. okay. I had a manager. All he cared about was I don't want to say all, but I'm I'm generalizing. All he cared about was coasters on the table. Yeah, coasters on the table. He'll come over to you and be like, "Why aren't there any coasters at that table? Did you greet that table? Coasters on the table." Yeah. So I knew I just put coasters right. down mm-hmm. before I even talked to anybody. Pap pap, I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm invisible, right? <laughs> stay invisible. You stay invisible. Yes. So then, and then there was other managers where stuff on the floor. If there was anything on the floor in your station and you didn't pick it yep. up, that's, that's you their know, thing. That's their thing. There's always a thing. There's always a thing. So find out what this manager's thing is and then just do it. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully you don't have to work with them all, all, all the time. But you <laughs> know, you have a good mix. A lot of these things, like, you know what? Getting along is a is an agreement, and not getting along is also an agreement. Yeah, it's so you dealt with you first. Now you deal with the other person, and we're gonna so, agree to disagree. I hate that. <laughs> How dare you? It's your favorite. <laughs> agree to disagree. Well, he said, if you're going to get along, you either can get along or you can't get along. Yeah, that's it. But you don't have to agree to disagree. That's an agreement. (laughs) Just disagree. (laughs) I kill you. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, so as we're doing this and you, let's say you explain the the drain on the tips, Mm -hmm. you explain the impact of having new people and having them quit and what it means to the bottom line. Think about it from the perspective of not just you, but the needs of the business. The business doesn't need to be losing money. Yeah. Because if you lose tips, you're losing money. money. Absolutely. Very rarely do you, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. Absolutely. Because if they're not able to sell or do the order of operations to the best of their knowledge, that means they're pissing off guests. If they're running, that means you have more comps. That means if you're running a, sh- if you have less tips, you definitely have more comps. Okay? Yes. So if you're comping food, you're already losing money for the business. So it goes hand in hand. And you're not satisfying the guests yes. to the point where Absolutely. you're welcoming them back. Absolutely. Yeah, that's losing business. That's losing business. So as you explain the impact of what's and happening. And that affects the entire restaurant. That's how you find, that's where it goes from management to the trickle down. Hundred, hundred, hundred percent. And so my final piece of advice is to suggest I suggest writing an action plan. Mm-hmm. So now we've gone through all the steps of understanding expectations, adjusting your own perspective. Perception. You want a clear record of expectations. So what what is it that you know you'd like us as a staff to do? And if it's you, I don't think an incompetent manager will just have a problem with just one person. person yeah. yeah. You know, but if it is, it still applies. Mm-hmm. And so with the uh, w- with writing the plan, you you really want to have a plan for employee retention. How could we how could we solve how, how, this? How, yeah, how are we losing all these people yeah, quickly? Exactly. So you're really empowering them, mm-hmm. you know, by asking them uh, we have a you this know, is an issue obviously. This is an issue. 
how do we solve it? Mm -hmm. And if they walk away and say, oh, that's their problem, it's actually his problem. They're incompetent. They're incompetent, (laughs) yes. But if they really care about the business, they're going to want to work with Mm -hmm. you and demonstrate like a willingness to figure out how to make it better for the restaurant. So then I guess that's my last thing. It's like empowerment. Empower them. Empower them to see if they can fix it and make their own solution. If they can't, like we said, the very first thing I said was eventually they're going to fire themselves if they're truly incompetent. Because then why are they there? Because why are they there? And then somebody above them will see it. They will see the numbers drop. So for you, that that is... For the person that sent this letter, what do you do? Mm-hmm. If they're truly incompetent and you've went through the show and you've listened to everything we said and you've and you've just and you found that they are truly incompetent, they're going to be gone sooner than later. Yes. Um, stick through it. Like yes, talk your staff out of not quitting and let them know that that person will be gone sooner than later. And see, you know, maybe talk to upper management that you if you have a good relationship with your upper manager, talk to them and point out the things that you're noticing as well. Okay, so that's 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 at the, at the very end of what we're talking about yeah. here. So as you are writing out that plan and setting that record of expectation, you you demonstrate to your your boss what what are we talking about manager manager yes you you demonstrate to your manager that you this is just one copy. Mm-hmm. The next copy, there's another copy going to the uh, upper management, then another copy going to corporate, going yeah. to a corporate or if there's an owner or whatever. Yeah. That's not, we're not just, this is. This is not the beginning. This is not the yeah. end. This and, is the beginning. And that holds some accountability. And, and, to, and sometimes, sometimes people think they're doing, doing a good job, mm-hmm. you know. Until they see it. Until they, so, they. Sometimes they need to see it in black and white. Correct. And that's why you wrote that exactly what you wrote out. And this came after much after everything we just talked about. Yes. After assessing yourself, assessing them, all everything. If you skip just to this, <clears throat> no, then, then no. you're getting pushback. Absolutely. And you might could fire yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it's important to know that this... after you went above and beyond yes. all the things that you that so they notice these things. So this way, when you when you do demonstrate that you're talking about this, that you've already tried to get along in their system and it just didn't work. Yes. Yeah. And, and hopefully you're not having a person that, you know, some people think they're so far behind in the race, they think they're winning. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I don't see anybody in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I must be winning. You're two laps behind. Yeah, you're two laps behind. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that really helps the morale mm-hmm. to know that, hey, this person now knows, you know, how we feel. This is what I'm doing. You're you're short up your attitude and your level and you of let effort. off your chest, which is huge. And 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 to her credit, she did say, "I may just need to vent." Yeah, you know, let she it might out, feel babe. like you know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's what it needs. Have a shift drink. We, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you drink. You could you could you could pour yourself some ginger ale. Whatever you need, though. Whatever you need. And we're here for that. Yes. And if you have a difficult situation that you want us to talk about, feel free. You can email me, themodernwaiter at gmail.com, or follow me on Instagram at themodernwaiterpodcast. All the time, I'm just like this. This was uh, Jennifer, this was March. This was last month. And here we are doing a show about it, talking about it. I won't say your name, but thank you so much because this is why we do the show. Absolutely. Because we all go through this. Yes. And we all need to talk about it. It's just that I can't have everybody on the show, yeah. but this is the one way that she can talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And then she can feel like, hey, and maybe then people I did out everything. there that are watching so they can relate to this. Or yes. maybe they have the same exact thing that they're going through. Yes. And so some, you might help somebody else that, that needed to vent right here. Boom. 
And, and a lot of times it could even just be solved with an attitude change. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like it bees what it is. I'm not going to sit here and criticize because that's criticism is not the work of no. of uh, of helpful at all. And so, so just not criticizing and being a positive um, person that stands out as well. I think that was it. I think that was you, it. You had it. Yeah. It was just time to wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up, B. I stumbled on the landing. <laughs> the dismount tripped me up. <laughs> just just satisfy the needs of the business. Yes. And I'm grateful that you're here. We do this for you each and every week. Boom. And uh, we haven't missed a week yet. No. Somebody messaged me and asked me, uh, you know, do you do a weekly show? What? Yes. Have you seen us? <laughs> We're here. <laughs> and we'll be here next week. Yes. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Villa. Subscribe, 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 people. We'll see you next time. Later. Killing them out there. Haters don't like. Killing them out there. Haters don't like. Killing them out there. Haters don't